you see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome in to another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. My name is Wes. And I'm Kevin. And we're here tonight to discuss a franchise that not everyone is very familiar with, but we hope by this episode you'll be a little more uh, comfortable with a, uh, a man named Norman. Uh, we're talking about the Psycho franchise tonight. Um, how excited were you to talk about this, Kevin? Um, honestly, this is a franchise I really didn't know that much about. Um, I had only seen the original prior to kind of going into this episode and delving into this franchise for you guys. And, um, I'll, ex- we'll ex- of course, we'll explain our opinions later. Um, but yeah, pr- prior to watching them, I really didn't have a want to see the sequels just because, you know, the original is just kind of its own thing, you know, and it, and mm-hmm. And to me, I didn't really understand how there could be sequels attributed to it. But um, I watched them all, and we're going to talk about them. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely interesting the way that they kind of you know progressed this series and kind of unfolded some of the parts of the, of the movie, the original that you know some people may not have really paid much attention to. And you know, but you know, it's, it was interesting. Well, it was interesting, and um. As most of you already know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that the the first film has a very, uh, a very profound meaning to me. So, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, I kind of tipped my hand, you know, a long time ago about this franchise. So, um, most of you should know my number one already is, but well, you know, I mean, I might throw something a little different in there for you. you never, you never know. It I was your first horror movie, wasn't it? Yes, it was my very first horror film. Yeah, my dad showed it to me when I was ten years old. I it was funny because when, when the movie finished. I literally had to go to the bathroom and I walked in the, in, you know, walked to the door and I stood there. I'm like, Oh shit, I got to go and use the bathroom. And there's a shower right there. And I'm like, damn. So like I, I walk in and I'm like, you know, like looking at the, like the shower curtains pulled. I go, all right, I got to pull the shower curtain. I got to find out what's back there. It's like, you know, like ripped over real fast. I was like, Oh, thank God. And the whole time I'm being, I'm like looking at my shoulder going, shit i gotta hurry up <laughs> i'd be more scared of the toilet because this film actually the uh, original 1960 film actually featured a toilet flushing for the first time in history in a movie wow are you serious yeah that is yeah. crazy yeah i really did because she tries to flush the uh the papers little paper stripped up down the down the toilet hmm. yeah so in- instead of like looking over your shoulder at you know the uh the shower situation i'd be like oh shit there's a fucking toilet flushing <laughs> that's I mean, not really that scary. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess it could be. You know, I guess it depends on what you find scary. Now, you know, I mean, I do. Now, I do. I guess I do have a, a phobia of toilets, public toilets, to be more specific. But still, I have a, I have a huge fear of people touching my feet. Do you remember that? Uh, I remember that. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. okay. If that's true, there was there was a little time. You know, last last episode. You know, we were in Atlanta doing a little live down there, and you were showing. People oh shit! That's right. Maybe I got over right. it. Maybe because I say didn't didn't Adam like touch your sock and pull your yeah, sock? Yeah, dude, on? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened. Oh, let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> so Wes, myself, and our buddy Adam Scares and Terrors, we were in Atlanta for a horror convention, and we did a live feed on Instagram. And this dude just fucking came in, 
And w- let me preface this by saying we were absolutely demolished. We were drunk as hell. This guy comes in and he just is like very kind of weird and w- keeps wanting to see my feet. So, <laughs> so as an average dr- uh, drunk white man, I obviously indulge and I take my socks off and I just start showing him my feet because you know I'm just I'm drunk. I'm having fun. I'm like, yeah, you know, these are my fucking feet. And then like look <laughs> looking back at on it the next day, I'm like, Jesus, man, like that's creepy as hell. Yeah, it was a little weird, but uh, I mean, you know, you had fun. Like I said, you know, there was a point where you put your socks back on, and then he asked one more time, and he go, "Oh, all right, fuck it, whatever." He put my sock off at him, <laughs> and I'm like, "Really?" I was like, "All right, yeah. go for it, dude." You were just all happy about it, so um, yeah, man. Maybe yeah. you know, there, you always get over something. You never know what can happen. Maybe it's been your time to just get over it. So I hope that's I hope that's the case. So exactly, the um, only way to get over it is to you know just really indulge yourself into it. Or either, you know, the only way to get over it is to get under it. Right. All right. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway, back to uh, the And also, I just want to say if anyone missed those, the, those uh, Instagram stories or the live we did, it was epic. I just still do have the, the, uh, the stories we did. So if you want to see those, DM me. I might sell them to you for a, you know, a good price. So we'll see. <laughs> hey, I want to cut. No, I mean, of course, of course you get your cut. You'll get, you'll get your 5%. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, before we move on to the movies, I do want to preface this by saying, um, there was a TV show that came out. Um, I think it was, let's see, it it came on in, I'm trying to look here on IMDb here. It started in 2013, ran for four seasons. Um, it was kind of the, the, the prequel, call it the prequel to all the movies. And I want to say that this, this TV show really stood true to what that first movie did. Um, it actually, it, well, okay, never mind. I was going to say something, but never mind. I'll, I'll just leave that alone. If you, you just go, go watch it because it's really good. Freddie Highmore and Vera Farmiga, amazing performances in this TV show. Have you seen it, Kevin? I have. I, I actually only have seen the first season, I believe. Oh, really? You do you need to finish it. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen, honestly. It's it's probably my top, he's in my top three, probably. So, really, Damn. really, I know. But Freddie Highmore, I mean, he gets Norman Bates perfectly. I'm talking like, uh, they kind of got a better actor to do it, honestly. So it, it's very impressive. I guess it's, it's not very long. It's 50 episodes. You know, it's a really good show. So if you're wanting something, you know, fast and you're into horror, you love the Psycho franchise, of course, please go check this out because it is fucking phenomenal. Um, now, there also was a TV show, uh, or it looks, it looks like almost like a, uh, it was like a little miniseries that came on called Bates Motel. It starred Buddy uh, Bud Court and Lori Petty was in it. <laughs> yes, of course, I, Bud Court. I mean, the I don't infamous. Know the, yeah, the infamous. He's very infamous. Um, I'm not sure even how he portrayed. He, oh, so the, the premise of the show was, I guess, the person that roomed with Norman Bates in this psychiatry or the uh, the psych ward, I guess, like gets out and he goes and buys the Bates Motel and tries to revive it. And I'm not sure how that was going to all play out. But it's cool to look at the cast because there's also someone else in this cast that we've all seen before. Uh, a little, little, little dude named Jason Bateman is in this. Um, I'm not sure his role. We didn't watch this for, the, for this podcast because obviously it was way off the beaten path. But we didn't even know it existed until 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. He goes, do you know there's a thing on 87? The Bates Motel? I'm like, not a clue, dude. <laughs> I had no nope. idea. But uh, I'm actually going to try to find this and just watch and see what it's all about because, I mean, it doesn't get very good ratings on IMDb. But, I mean, got a 3.8, so it really does. looks like it sucks. But, Jesus. I mean, yeah, I know. So it, it really bombed. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, if you've watched it before, though, hit us up. Let us know what you think about it because I'm really curious to see what the uh, what the synopsis and how it all went down. And if it was any good or you know, whatever. 
Anyway, if you haven't seen the other baseball tell shows, seriously, go check that out because it is fucking phenomenal. Um, okay, so let's just get into what we're here to do. Uh, of course, with, with with slasher films, it's all about the kills. And let's just say that this is one of the films that kind of set, I want to say it set the standard, but it really did kind of mold the way we look at slashers going forward. So um, I'm really anxious to hear what, you, what you've got us uh, for these kill counts. So uh, let's just get in right into that. Now, when it comes down to it, I'm sure a lot of you don't necessarily relate the Psycho franchise with slasher movies. Now, um, be that as it may or may not be, it kind of honestly is. I mean, you know, it's around it's around this guy. In some of the movies, he may or may not be killing people. In other movies, he's definitely fucking killing people. Um, <laughs> but uh, when it, these movies have... Us kind of a higher kill count than you would imagine. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go through every single kill, or not every single kill. God damn, that would take a while. Um, every every single um, kill count of the franchise, and I'm there's five films in this franchise. The film I have in fifth place is going to be the film with the least amount of kills, and the film in first place will have the most. So I'm just going to breeze right through these because there's really you know, nothing else I want to add other than the numbers themselves. So in uh, fifth place, we got Psycho 3, released in 1986. This one has four kills. Um, next up in fourth place is Psycho 4 from 1990. This film has five. And then uh, number three, Psycho, the original, 1960, has six kills. Now, I kind of want to talk about this one a little bit because when I watched the movie and I counted the kills and everything, I was honestly a little surprised. Um, mm-hmm. especially for a film from 1960. And that's why we really want to talk about this because this franchise, I should say, is because honestly, man, no one else was doing this type of shit. And then our, our boy, our boy, Alfred uh, Hitchcock, you know, was like, Hey, let's, mm-hmm. let's kind of invent a little something. Let's, let's throw a little wrench in the cog of the wheel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, starts fucking killing people in showers and shit, you know, like that's, <laughs> Takes balls back in sixty. I mean, this yeah. film was probably f- filmed in fifty nine. Honestly, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I do. I agree. I I agree. Whole. I mean, it's, it, Alfred did a great job with this movie. Like, it's 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 phenomenal. Of course, we'll cover it later on. But yeah, props to you, Mister Hitchcock. You're a brilliant motherfucker. You know, I always wonder too. People named Alfred. Do you think like their friends called him Al or Fred? Probably a bit of both. Probably all depends on his demeanor. Probably, you know. Or they just call him cock. (laughs) 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 All right, Ricky. Slow down down over there. (laughs) It's Ricky. All right. (laughs) Number two uh, in the kill count is Psycho the remake because uh, it's all the fucking same as the original. That is six. Um, Again, something we'll talk about probably very soon. And then in first place is Psycho 2. From 1983, this film has seven kills. So all added up, man, that's five films, 28 kills throughout the franchise. It's uh, a lot more than I thought it would be, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's not like a huge you know body count in these, but I think it's more about the story than it is about the kills. But at the same point, like I said, this started in the '60s. You know, probably, you know, it was probably filmed in the '50s, started in the '60s. So it was it was a very you know taboo thing to have a, a whole bunch of kills in a movie. So it would definitely kind of I guess it didn't set the standard, but it definitely helped to kind of shape the way we view these types of things going forward. So um, that's why I wanted to include this because I really did, you know, 
want people to understand that this kind of is the stepchild to the grandfather of slashers, if you want to put it that way, kind of sort of whatever. Yeah, I'll give you that one. There you go. There you go. Okay. We'll make sure I get the half right. So, uh, but anyway, all right. So cool. So there's all, all the kills for you there or the kill counts, I should say. Um, but like we said, every episode, there is one movie that we just don't like. It just stinks real bad. It's, uh, it belongs in the toilet. We have a shit pick in this one, I'm sure. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of wondering if it's the same, same shit pick I have. I don't know if it's going to be the same. I kind of had to wrestle with this one a little bit to kind of get it out, you know, sort of, you know, <laughs> I don't want to you know, give it too much away right there, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's just see what let's, let's just dive into these don't tip your hat god damn I, i'm not gonna say anything just chill out but okay you know, just, okay let me just preface this for everyone listening i don't know his list he doesn't know mine what we do we do a little ranking you know in this case there's five films so we have a top five of all the films of the franchise and he has list his list I have mine. We don't know each other's. You know, it's a little fun, and then we come and do this little little podcast, sit here in front of our laptops with our little microphones. He's in Nashville. I'm in Akron. So, you know, there's a little distance. You know, we can't get too close. We like to keep it a little suspenseful, you know, and, and it's right. a little fun, you know. Throw a little jalapenos in the chili and make it a little spicy. Ooh, jalapeno. I love chili with jalapenos, too. That's oh, good. dude, bet. Oh, the best. Okay. All right. Enough about food. I got to get on with this. All right. Well, so in, in saying all that, let's just get into the shit pick this week because I'm anxious to see what you have. Hey, kids. It's time for our shit pick of the week. I mean, no one's really going to be fucking surprised by this, are, are they? It's It's got to be the remake. Okay. I mean, yeah. That, that's, that's your shit pick. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> no, see, I, you're saying that like it's not yours. I know it's yours. It has to be. It, did, or is it, that, is it honestly not? That's what I wrestled with. I really did wrestle with this one a lot. Um, my shit pick is actually part three. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. Okay. But, all right, so, so, okay. Right, so tell, me your, tell me your reasoning behind why the remake is, is your shit pick. I've never seen a more pointless 90-minute indulgence of itself there's no point um it is literally an almost shot for shot remake Mm -hmm. now don't get me wrong there's films out there that do copy off the original remake i should say um texas chainsaw massacre hills of eyes you know those come kind of close but they deviate in the best ways possible but in literally in psycho from what is it goddamn 1998 almost every single scene is the exact same and it's like what is the point no i know what the point is cash grab fucking moolah you know exactly like what what else are they gonna do what is the point there is no point you have this i'm not gonna tip my hat too much this 1960 movie that you know kind of just kind of broke some barriers Mm -hmm. a classic film not only in the horror genre but in probably the history of cinema itself i agree completely and then in 1998, Vince Vaughn is just like, ah, fuck it, you know? <laughs> I'm about to be an old school in a bunch of movies and then be in nothing for a while and then all of a sudden come back and do a lot of serious roles, so. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Yeah, it's just this movie, I don't know, man. It It's just so forgettable, and it, it really sucks. It, it does. It's just there's no reason to see it. If you've seen the original movie... I mean, honestly, if you loved it to the point where you're like, ooh, I'd love to see another rendition of this. You know, like how, like, Mac, Mac, 
is it Macbeth or Macbeth, like the play? They just yeah. do the same thing in different reiterations or Frankenstein. Right, right. It's been told in so many different stories, but it's different, man. But in Psycho, the remake is literally the same. I think I've seen things where people will put both movies side to side. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah and play them out in their entirety. And it's like, there's only maybe a couple minutes of like variation. Yeah, it's not very much. It's at all. just. It's so stale, man. It's just so dumb. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm just everything you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with it all. So, but yeah, I mean, and this is one I really didn't want to talk too much about. Honestly, getting two minutes out of me about this movie was a lot because, because <laughs> I mean, I just I don't like to give these type of movies the time of day when there's just no thought put into it. Literally no thought. Imagine if you're a director. I don't know who directed this piece of shit. Um, just imagine you're a director, and then they're like, "Hey, you want to make millions of dollars?" And then you as the director would be like, uh, yeah. And then so the executives and producers are like, hey, just do this movie again. And then me, the director, is going to be like, okay. Like, why would you – oh, God. It's just so easy, man. It's so easy. I know. Fuck I know. it. I'm, okay, that's it. I'm done talking about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to talk about it in a, in a few minutes too, so I won't get too much into it. But I, I, I well, what I will say is that – I, I do agree with, with a lot of what you're saying, so don't act like I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna say like it's like my top movie or something, but you know, let's just let's just say that I, I agree with you. Um, I'll move on to my ship pick. Just get this out of the way. So my mine's part three. Um, this movie just seems very pointless to me. Like you said, the remake's pointless. I think this movie's kind of pointless. Like it's it kind of follows this nun that tries to kill herself, and then she kind of goes to the you know, she, or she gets taken there by this guy. There's like a shitty ass guy. And, he tries to rape her and they, they go there and then like this reporter shows up and wants to, you know, to figure out what the deal is behind, you know, Norman and what he's doing and if he's still killing people. And I don't know, the whole movie just, it's just kind of pointless. It's very slow, almost no deaths. Um, they try to kind of add in like a little bit of like a psych, like a psychological thing at the end. And I don't know, just the whole movie just doesn't flow up for me at all. I just don't really enjoy the, the characters. Norman's kind of flat in this one. Um, Honestly, they just could have left it out and just kind of gone straight from two to four, in my opinion, and been totally just perfect, honestly. Um, but like I said, I, I had a, I had a thing of whether I wanted to put the remake in this position, but I'll, I'll give my reasons why I like it in a minute uh, and why I don't like it too. I guess I give a little bit of both both sides of that. But uh, but three to me, just I don't know, just it, it it seemed like one of those cheap movies you'd see on like Cinemax at like, you know, two o'clock in the morning when no one's watching and like you just had some random actors and it had, had, had a few big actors and I won't say it didn't. I think it had, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, uh, Jeff Fahey's in it. Uh, of course, Anthony Perkins is back. Um, I'm always sure. Juliet Cummins. What, what was she in? She was in Deadly Dreams, Slumber Party Massacre 2, Friday the 13th, 5, A New Beginning. Oh yeah, you're she's right. The, she was, she, yeah, she's the redhead. Gotcha. Okay, all right. So she's the one bright spot in that movie. So there you go. <laughs> hey, yeah, I love her, her, dude. She, she's, she's, she's one of my favorites. I like her. Very well. You're like you're a huge Friday Thirteenth fan, so I'm sure that's some way I'd be definitely one to be uh, gravitating towards. So very. Oh, 100. But the, but the funny thing is, I think she looks the best in Slumber Party Massacre too. Okay. Duly noted. I'll have to come back and watch that again. <laughs> or not. All right. <laughs> All right. So if anybody listens and they're like, hey, they have a gun to your head and they're like, if you don't tell me what Kev's favorite movie of Juliet Cummins is, 
and they're going to shoot you in the head if you don't answer it right, it is Slumber Party Massacre 2. Don't okay, say so it. just keep that in mind. You, you never know. It might come up. Yeah, don't say one or three because you'll be no, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think he'd be honestly surprised at the fact that they would get it that close. Well, if they, like, answered Slumber Party Massacre 3, they'd be like, well, I'll be damned. Like, <laughs> you were pretty close. I'll let you live. I would – I would – I'd pity you for that one. You know, just give it to him at that oh, point. Wow. I mean, you're, you're not a very good serial killer, are you? You'd let someone go if I get close to something. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a, oh, dude, I have way too much sympathy, man. I'm a stickler for details. So I'd be like, oh, nope, didn't get the right one. They got the right number. So I guess you got to die now. <laughs> and that's, and they, I'm, I'm not trying to sell my stuff out here. So don't want anybody, you know, call the police or whatever. So just leave that like it is. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so Psycho 3, my shit pick. Like I said, it, it's not. A horrible movie, is by the way. It's not a horrible movie, but it just does. It, it could have skipped over it, honestly, in my opinion. So we'll just give it that. Um, all right, I guess we've uh, covered our shit picks for this week. So now it is time to get on to our number four pick, and here's the transition. Let's see what you think about this one. I own a motel not too far from here, and you'd be welcome to uh, spend the night in one of the empty rooms if you'd like. F O C. No, I tell you, no. I won't have you bringing strange young girls in for supper. Mother, oh God, mother, blood, blood. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Number four. We all go a little mad sometimes. Ooh, masterful work, my friend. Thank you, sir. I was very proud of that one, so... Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so of course, number four. What have you got there, sir? I've got Psycho Four. Oh, really? All right. Well, yes. Do tell the beginning or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> I, I don't remember the whole yeah, um, name. Okay, well, yes, yeah, so this one's from 1990. The entire fucking movie is done through like a radio show. Mm-hmm. Like, like he calls in. Anthony Perkins, Nor- Norman Bates, he calls in to this radio show and he's like, I've killed women. And then they're like, oh shit, it just so happens we've got this professional guy here who, who, profe- who, if so, if someone like successfully is involved in something, what is that called? He like he's is a professional. Yeah, well, like he his okay. We'll go with that. Exactly. His profession <laughs> is focusing on boys that commit matricide, who are obviously killing their mothers, and so he's just calling in and giving them details about his past murders that he has committed, and it's just like, why? You know, he's not the. <laughs> I know a lot of a lot of serial killers. You know, namely Zodiac killer, like they get off on. Like teasing the police and having them follow his trail, but little fucking Anthony Perkins, little Norm, Norman Bates, you know, he just he's just a mama's boy, you know, he doesn't he doesn't need that attention. But he calls this radio show and just like explains his entire history, and then you get flashbacks, and you get the little kid from ET is uh, Norman Bates, Henry Thomas, I think is his name. Did yes. you notice that? Yeah, I did. Yes, I was, yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, oh shit. Yep. As a kid from uh, fucking the ET, and he actually just recently played Jack Torrance in yes. Doctor Sleep. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that too, but someone else pointed and out. That to me kinda, that. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off though, because when they first showed Jack Torrance in The Shining, I was like, "Oh shit, that's so cool!" Because you'd only see like the side of his face or something. Right. They showed him way too much in that man. It they should have not showed enough because like ooh, the, the certain parts they did show it was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Like 
that's really cool, but then they showed him too much. But anyway, anyway that okay, that's that's another thing for another day. <laughs> that's all right. Um, Psycho Four. Okay, so <laughs> it's it's just this one's bland to me. It's just him explaining his life, and then you get flashbacks, and it's like nothing really happens. I mean, you see his first kill. You know, he's about to get it in, and hmm. and then he just kills her uh she finds his mom his mom's already dead spoiler alert um there's just nothing really <laughs> there's just nothing to this movie for me it's just i i like the first half a lot more than the second half honestly i kind of fell asleep a little bit um mm-hmm. don't tell anyone oh uh, yeah well can't be asleep. um yeah <laughs> that's kind of all though i mean it's funny because like i have these short little things for each of these films and honestly i only like the first two films that i have in my uh my list the the rest are kind of poo poo <laughs> i mean in my opinion of course i can't be mad at you for that because like i said this is not one of those franchises that people just like gravitate towards like oh my god it's so great but um okay I'll, I'll give that to you i'll give it to you sorry yeah yeah okay. all right so uh what is your number four well my number four i mean if you've been paying attention at all it's uh it's the psycho remake from 1998 um, okay, so I, yeah, you tried like acting like, oh, you liked it and shit. No, I knew you didn't. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, no, okay, okay, okay. I don't like it, but it's not the worst film of the franchise for me. And here's why. Okay, here's what I don't like about it. There's four things I don't like about it. Okay, first of all, is Vince Vaughn's portrayal of Norman Bates. I just don't like it. I just, I don't think he plays a good Norman Bates. I don't like the way he, he plays the character. Um, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't feel right to me. I, I, like, Anthony Perkins is perfect. But I also preface that with Freddie Highmore in Bates Motel is also perfect. He plays a perfect younger version of Norman, but he also plays a good version of the older Norman, which is kind of strange to me. But I don't know. Vince Vaughn just is not that kind of character for me. And I just didn't like the way he was playing the character. And you may think I'm totally wrong, but whatever. Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> laying the hammer. I'm laying that down. Okay. So number two. Um, so in the changes to the major scenes in the movie, like the, the stabbing in the, in the shower, the, uh, the slash, uh, at the top of the stairs, uh, on, um, the private detective, the, the way the house looks, I don't know, just all that stuff. Just, they, they made changes to like, they, like they did kind of flashes of like weird things in those, uh, parts of the movie. Like there was like, you know, weird, like shots of like a, a woman in a bikini and like, like a bird flying and clouds going over your head. I'm like, what the fuck is all this bullshit? Um, <laughs> I would understand that, but anyway, third thing that I like about it, the background music, just it's it's too loud. Like it's like there's like people talking and something going on. I'm like, what is all this? I don't understand what that's all about. It's just very strange. It just didn't play out right. Uh, and at the end, the very ending of the movie, when when he's getting given the exposition about the whole thing, I guess the the lead detective, it, it's like you the music's too loud. You can't hear him talking. It's just you lose everything at the end. Like you don't, if you had never seen the original before, you don't know what he's talking about. Cause you can't actually hear him. So they fucked that up all together. I don't know what that fuck was all about, but, um, and then overall it just, the movie tries too hard to be some like better version of the original, which is just fails completely in my opinion. So, um, but here's, what I like about it though. It does give nods to the original movie, which are pretty nice. Um, if, if you're younger, and you are trying to get into to the older films. It does give, it does give an end because you know it does kind of give like a, okay, this is kind of cool, you know, this is this this slasher's from a long time ago, but they've updated it to our kind of you know kind of relate, you know, relate a little better to it. Of course, it's in the nineties, so it's if you're younger now, of course you're not, you know you're still not in the nineties, I guess when you're growing up, but maybe maybe you were, I guess I don't know, but 
I guess the nods are kind of cool. Um, and I, I, here's what I thought too. I thought, you know, it'd be kind of cool if you were one of these actors that was in this remake, because how epic would that be to be able to remake one of the best, you know, like slasher films of all time? Like that would be pretty fucking cool. So. Um, yeah, but like no one liked it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean you'd, you'd be you'd be surprised. I actually went to a few people this week that said they actually liked the remake. So, really, um, I, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to hate on anyone because I love a lot of movies that not a lot of people like. So, right. if you liked it, hit me up and be like, "Hey, fuck you, I like it." That's right. Yeah, tell him, fuck you, buddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tell him what you want to. I don't care. Um, but you know, like I said, there's the things I don't like about it. Like I said, Vince Vaughn just didn't pull off. It's almost like, um, uh, oh, guy that played Freddy Krueger in the remake. Um, Oh my gosh, Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, yeah, Jackie Earl. I, I love oh, him. I I, name. Jackie like Earl Haley. Jackie Earl. But uh, no, no, no. But anyway, so like that. Like I love the guy to death, but he just did not play Freddy Krueger well at all. Same thing with Vince Vaughn. Just could not pull Norman Bates off at all, in my opinion. But it is what it is. So um, I, I didn't hate it, and I didn't. I definitely didn't love it. So, but it's just uh, just left a bad taste in my mouth, you know. Just. Wanted to want a different taste of something better, but anyway. All right. Well, this is kind of number I'm not three. going to make a joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had because I would love I know. to hear it. Honestly, I was trying to think of something, but I couldn't think fast enough. So, I mean, I like the taste of you in my mouth, but other than that, I mean, I guess it is what it is. But, but I'm. Sh- yeah, that was. Dude, we don't have that sound bite, do we? I'm sorry. I, that was a. Oh, okay. That, yep, that works. That, that, that was works. That, that's good that, enough. I, I failed you on that one, so that's that's my that's, that's my my right. my So yeah, let's do better next time. Oh, I will definitely try. Trust me, I will definitely <laughs> give you my one hundred and ten percent, brother. Ten and ten percent. All right, all right. Let's just get number three. This is getting ridiculous. I own a motel not too far from here, and you'd be welcome to uh, spend the night in one of the empty rooms if you'd like. F O C, of course. No, I tell you, no. I won't have you bringing strange young girls in for supper. Mother, oh God, mother, blood, blood. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Number three. We all go a little mad sometimes. Oh, that gives me chills to hear him say that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Oh, you weirdo. All right. <laughs> Number three, I've got Psycho 3, 86, oh, your right. shit pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, so explain to me why you think this is better than Psycho 4, in my opinion. Or whatever. Dude, I, f- I fucking watched this movie yesterday, and I don't remember a goddamn thing from it. <laughs> this movie cool. is so forgettable. It is insane. <laughs> I literally just watched this movie, and – you were talking about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, I forgot about that in this part. And I'm like, I just watched this yesterday. That shouldn't happen. <laughs> um, Juliet Cummins is in it. There's a couple cool kills. That's – but, like, and that's the thing is I really wish that I could kind of divulge more. But um, obviously, if you've seen the franchise, I, I'm trying not to give too much away. But in the second one, there's a lot of mystery. And then this one – it's more straightforward. You know it's him doing these things. You know he's kind of back on his bullshit uh that that boy Bates back on his bullshit you know so <laughs> boy Bates <laughs> I just I really fucking uh, wish I could talk more about this dude but I literally cannot remember a goddamn thing so I mean I'm with you dude like I said this is this is one of those movies I was like it, it was kind of pointless it was just, it was a cash grab pretty much so 
Oh yeah. Oh for sure. And and now obviously for anybody listening, I I had mentioned that there's two movies in this franchise that I like. Those are the upcoming two movies. Um but I really have nothing else to say. I really wish I do, but uh not this time. Not today. Uh, yeah, not today, Satan. Um No, no, no. <laughs> but like, you know, I mean, it, these films kind of have that same feel to them in a way. But like this one, uh, this one just had a strange like flow to it. Like it just didn't, it just didn't go. Like it, I, I, I'm with you, dude. I can't say much about this film because it's just kind of forgettable. And you're like, eh, eh, oh well, I'll just skip right through this one. Because like I, I couldn't even find this to watch anywhere. Like it was on like stars, which I don't have stars. And then like you, could, like we, I found it on YouTube. So I watched it on YouTube. So right there in itself just shows you that no one gives a fuck about this film. So. Oh yeah, that's right. No, because it was like broken up in fifteen or uh, seven parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <it> was 15, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did that. Yeah, yeah. I, I fucking so. watched every single part. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it like I said, it's just one of those films that they really could have should have should have just skipped over. Not really could have, but they should have skipped over. And I just I don't know, man. Just didn't like it at all. So I'm yeah, I'm with you on that, brother, completely. Um. All right. Well, I'll just move on to my number three then. Uh, my number three is Psycho Four. Um. I, I kind of have, I have a better view of this movie than you do. I actually kind of like the whole fact of him calling it a radio show. Um, call me crazy. I've always, I've always wanted to do a podcast. This is, what, this is what I've wanted to do my entire life, like be on radio with someone else or talking about things. So like when anything comes up with like a radio type feel to it, I love it. And that would just, it just nailed it perfectly. Uh, I like the way that at first they didn't know who it was and they find out it's actually Norman Bates. And then they're kind of trying to stop him from you know, his next kill. Um, he's married. Um, the ending to this movie is not the greatest. I'll give you that. Um, I did enjoy the fact that, you know, you find out his wife is, well, I'll just write spoiler alerts. If you don't want to hear what happens, just stop now. But his wife is pregnant and he's trying to not continue his lineage, you know, this killing lineage, which is a smart thing. You know, I guess if you're trying to stop it from happening, you don't want your spawn to do the same thing you're doing. So I guess it's smart, but the way they kind of hashed out at the end was kind of strange, but, um, Overall, I like the flashbacks. I thought that um, the way they did them, it wasn't cheesy, like it wasn't stupid. It was kind of actually kind of nice to see you know all kind of work out um, at the end. I love Henry Thomas as you know Norman Olivia Hussey coming back from you know Black Christmas and you know some other movies. I can't really think of the moment, but um, she's great in this movie. She really is just a bitch, and but it's also you kind of you can also kind of realize she maybe kind of bipolar, so it's kind of like. You know, he's dealing with with mental illness at the same time, but he's also, you know, dealing with his own plus his mother's. So the clash between the two is really interesting to, to find out how they can get out of this, you know. Um, the uh, the deaths in this movie are, are kind of cool, too. So I kind of like the, the poisoning at the end is kind of cool looking. Um, the, he's really horrible at strangling women, though. He tries to strangle that one woman and just fucks <laughs> that up so bad. Um but yeah, this, I, like I said, this is not one of my favorite ones in this franchise, but it's actually, it was kind of enjoyable for me. I really did enjoy the way it all kind of came out and, you know, kind of all, all worked together. So, yeah. And just real quick, I wanted to mention how, how the thing was he didn't want his lineage to go on because he's a killer. Has that ever happened when if you kill someone, your child is more likely to be prone to killing somebody? Is that a thing? I mean, not, okay, not the killing per se, but like, I guess the mental illness part of it could be passed on. So maybe that would be a thing that he didn't want to pass on to his kid because he may, he thought maybe it would eventually have turned into something really bad. So but I, don't, I don't think a killer 
instinct is really passed along. I mean, I'm, I could be wrong on that, but I think it's more the mental illness thing is probably that's going to be carried over to his, his, his you know, uh, I don't say spawn, but his, you know, his offspring. His spawn. So, his spawn. <laughs> oh, also, CCH Pounder is in this too. She's, um, she's a great actress. I love her. She, I just finished watching Sons of Anarchy and she plays the DA in that show and just, just, she's a very, very oh, good Oh, that's actor. what she was in. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, this uh, entire movie, I was like, man, she looks so familiar. And yeah. then, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's great. She's one of my favorite actresses. She's just so, like, she's a, she's a character actor, but she does it very well. So I really did appreciate her her role in this movie. So uh, She looks the exact same now, too. Oh, dude, she has not changed at all. I mean, she looks fantastic. So I know it is very cool to see how she's just kind of just, like, gone through time. She must, like, get, like, a bit of a vampire or something. You know, she's younger. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so CCH Pounder, if you're listening, uh, you know, Wes wants at that. I mean, I throw my hands out to the sides. <laughs> 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 well i think i've uh given that movie enough uh props and all the actors in that movie but yeah henry thomas dude he's he's one of my favorite like you know uh, child actors so yeah he did a great job in that movie so all right here we go well, number two and we these are if you've been paying attention these are kevin's two favorite films in this franchise so uh <laughs> i wonder what i wonder what, uh, wonder what the order will have them in oh who knows here we go let's all find out together i am own a motel not too far from here and you'd be welcome to uh, spend the night in one of the empty rooms if you'd like foc of course no i tell you no i won't have you bringing strange young girls in for supper mother oh god mother blood blood she just goes a little mad sometimes number two we all go a little mad sometimes Yeah, I'm looking at you, Billy Loomis. <laughs> oh, of course you got to get Scream involved. Of course. I mean, come on, man. This is inspiration. All right. We'll keep it up with the theme of the number of the film being in my top five. This is number two, Psycho okay. 2. There you go. Well, mine too. So we'll just we'll count these out together. So. All right. Sweet. Okay. So I just really like this film because it's like he gets out of prison pretty much on a technicality from he, even though he just killed like four or five people, they're like, ah, fuck it. It's the eighties, <laughs> whatever. Just you're out of jail. Yeah. So he's out of jail and he has this woman that's kind of on his tail and she's like, Oh, you're going to get what you deserve. And, and then he's like, Hey bitch bet. So <laughs> I'm not going to give away too much about this movie, but her relationship mm. with him definitely comes into um, fruition through somebody else. Anyways, um, yeah. I like the characters in this man. This one is because mm-hmm. it's just this one's a lot of fun. The it kills is. are pretty good too. Honestly, the best in the franchise. I, namely, uh, Mister Furry or I can't remember his name. The not, guy, huh? No, no, who are you talking about? The the guy the uh who, the guy who was watching over the hotel while Norman was gone. The bigger dude. He's a little uh, shithead. Um, hmm. Yeah, no, I can't remember his name. Anyways, he gets his face like slashed open, and and I was like, oh shit, okay, Psycho two, like we're taking it there. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the characters are really good in this. The I again, I don't know her name. The obvious love interest, the one who's just staying at his house all the time, and is weird. Ta- are, well, no, no, like, you're talking, you're talking about you're talking about uh, Mary Loomis, played by Meg Tilly, which is a relative of Jennifer Tilly. Oh, fuck. That was Meg Tilly? Yep, that was Meg Tilly. Oh, shit. I didn't even notice that. She was in One Dark Night. Okay. There you go. 
So I think it's her sister. Which, yeah, it's her sister. Yeah. Which I think One Dark Night was. Oh, that was Tom McLaughlin that directed that. I, I thought it was Mick Garris for a second who directed, I believe, part four or three. I, I don't. I don't fucking remember, uh, man. It's anyway. I don't <laughs> but no, dude. My favorite scene in this whole movie. Okay. She's in the bathroom, and there's a hole cut in the wall so someone can watch people, I don't know, poop or something. And Not taking a shower. Let's talk about let's watch someone poop. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what – you know, some people are about that, so whatever. <laughs> um, so she looks up, and she notices an eye. Obviously, it freaks her out, so she runs out. And then she thinks it's Norman because this entire time it's like a whodunit. You know, is it, it's like, oh, these people are turning up dead. And is it is it Norman or is someone trying to frame him for these murders? And so she's like, Norman, Norman. She runs out of the bathroom and then he's downstairs. So there's no way it could have been him looking in on her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? And then so she feels like embarrassed by like calling him like that and freaking out. So she's like and the tea kettle is like going, you know, like that high mm-hmm. whistle when tea is ready. She's like, the tea's ready. And then he's just like. Literally, this is exactly how he sounds. He's like, oh, okay. And then just turns around and goes back into the kitchen. Like, it is, like, the funniest fucking thing. Like, seriously, if you watch this movie, like, watch that part. I literally I literally laughed my ass off, man. I don't – and I'm kind of – I'm going to kind of be an asshole right now. But, like, low-key, I thought Anthony Perkins was not at his tip-top in this. Like, a lot of moments, I kind of thought that his acting was a little – off well i mean okay i agree with you on that but at the same point i think it's more going towards the whole thing of how like awkward and like how just strange it yeah, really that's is true. so i, I think that's, that, that's I mean, very true yeah i mean it, it maybe is it was off it was off but at the same point i think they were kind of also driving home the point of like okay he's just an awkward person altogether so you know maybe you played a little bit over overzealous in this but at the same point i understand why you played the character the way you played it too so but yeah i would just say yeah i agree I yeah agree. my part my reasoning or my thought behind that process was that psycho 2 came out 23 years after the original so yes. like you know someone trying to tap into a character from 23 years ago obviously it's not going to be easy so yeah all right what right, do you think right about to say, yeah, it was a long <laughs> long time after that yeah, no, it's fine, dude. Uh, no, I I love this film as well. Like it's, it was very interesting to see because, like I said, it's twenty three years later. You know, how are they going to you know bridge this gap or how they're going to make anything work out? And they really did a, a really damn good job. Um, like I said, it's 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 almost like a, a whodunit. Uh, it's almost like a, you know trying to figure out if it's if is it Norman is it someone else? So, um, of course, you know. Okay, I'm I, I'm going to spoil this if that's okay with you. Yeah. Okay, I just because I want to talk about the intricacies of this movie because they are so well done, and I guess it plus being so far from the original. Okay, so honestly, if you haven't seen part two yet, please stop us right now. Go watch the second one because it is really, really good. Um, but we find out that Meg Tilly's character, Mary Loomis, uh, and her mom, uh, which is played by Vera Miles, uh, Lila Crane Loomis. So it also trying to figure out how these people kind of all play back into the script, um, you know way later than the actual first movie. It's kind of cool to find out you know, who's who and how they related or, you know, what's, what's the, what the deal is with everybody. Um, I won't go into all that because it's kind of here or there, but come to find out that they're trying to set Norman up to fall again because they want to see him pay for his crimes. And uh, you don't be, you don't find out until later on in the film, but at the same point, there's a, uh, there's this thing that happens where Norman I'm, and I'm not sure if he kind of knew it the whole time or if he figures it out, 
but he kind of knows what's going on and he turns he flips the script on these on these these two women and fucking owns their asses and comes out on the t- on top at the end and it just is really 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 like very clever it was very clever, especially because I thought this movie could fucking bomb. It's, it's, it's a cash grab, whatever. But whoever wrote the script really knew what they were doing to kind of use because, you know, Norman Bates is a slick kind of guy. You know, he's able to kill people and get away with it. So it's like, of course, he didn't get away with it all in the first one. But same point, it gets off in a technicality. So obviously something's working in his favor. Um, but no, I really did enjoy the way that they, they kind of played this all out and the way that they – because honestly, towards the end of the film, I was like, I don't really know who's doing this. Like, I honestly did not know until they actually played it all out. So, props to the props to the director, props to the to the, you know, the scriptwriter. Very very good stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I didn't know either. So yeah, it so, did that pretty well. Yeah, but I say it's and uh, oh, and of course you get a young Dennis Franz, which always is a scummy character. He always plays like the worst person ever on the planet, which he does very very well. Um, but yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. This film is just really great. So if you haven't seen it, hopefully you didn't let me spoil it for. Hopefully you stopped it and, and watched it. But you know, if you didn't, still, still go back and watch it because it is a very good film from start to finish. And acting's on point. Uh, like I said, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Perkins does kind of play it strange. But if you gotta, if you gotta go into it with the fact that he's trying to play the awkwardness out and really flesh it out, then it, it I think it works out great. So yeah, um, no, I agree. So there you go. Well, I think we all know what this first one's going to be. So let's just let's just get into it. I own a motel not too far from here, and you'd be welcome to uh, spend the night in one of the empty rooms if you'd like. F O C, of course. No, I tell you, no. I won't have you bringing strange young girls in for supper. Mother, oh God, mother, blood, blood. She just goes. A little mad sometimes. Number one. We all go a little mad sometimes. All right. Again, no surprise. I mean, this is the original. It's got to be, you know. Yep, it's got to be. It's just it's so it's, historic. In my mind, it, it, this is one of the greatest horror films of all time. Mm-hmm. Um And I honestly didn't even watch this movie until maybe last year or the year before. I was very late on it, Mm. but it is worth the hype. You know, movies like this and Night of the Living Dead, I believe that was released in 68, Mm. um, you you don't really want to watch because you're like, oh, it's in black and white and it's boring. But just do yourself a favor and just give it a shot. I've learned that following the masses usually works for me in terms of what to watch. If, If a lot of people are praising a movie... Bro, it's probably gonna be fucking good. So just, just, just try it. You know, just, just dive in head first, baby. Yeah. Just enjoy it. I mean, I had a really, really good time watching this. It holds up incredibly well. Mm-hmm. The suspense and and everything else, man. It's it's great. It, it takes you back in the era too, which I really enjoy. Uh, again, I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of like 50s, 60s horror, sci-fi stuff. So like. That's my shit, and just the cars from the era, and and especially the Psycho House. You know, we haven't really talked about the house too much, but it's mm. very, very iconic in terms very. of horror. And you know, I'm I'm sure even people that aren't horror fans, of, of course, you're not listening to us if you aren't. But I I know that if you saw that house, you'd probably recognize it. And it's a shame. I think they just tore it down a couple of years ago, actually. Which yeah, I think I, I care about that. Yeah, which that's very, very sad. Let, let me have one more thing too. I think that the house in itself plays a character in this film. Yeah. Honestly, dude, it's yeah. so looming. 
It oh, is. It's, just, it's, oh. it's right on the hill, like overlooking the hotel or motel, yeah, Holiday yeah, Inn, yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, motel, yeah. But like, it, it is so great because, like I said, when you see the house, you know exactly what house it is. You know exactly what goes on there. You know exactly who's in the, in the window and the, you know, on the second floor. It's it's so iconic and it's so great looking. That's why I was very upset the way they had changed it so much in the remake. It just, like I said, it was not the same house at all. It had that same looming you know quality of it, but it just looked totally different. I thought. You, know, you can keep you know kind of the same structure of the house, but they changed all about it. Well, that sucks, but um, but yeah, that the house is just I, I fucking love it. I would love to have a house just like that. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. the rent would be fucked though. Oh, dude, yeah, that's yeah, would be pretty pretty bad. But but like this movie is so great for the fact that like. I don't know. It's, it, it's like you said, it transports you back to that time. The acting is very simple, but yet it's so straightforward and it like, this doesn't leave you guessing. It doesn't, you know, you don't have to like figure out, well, okay, what is this person trying to say or what do they want to, you know, what are they trying to, you know, convey to me? You know exactly what's going on. Um, it's, it's, it's just very, it's very pure in my opinion. Um, the way that shower scene is shot, you know, you, you walk into the, 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 the bathroom itself is very bright white. And, you know, and so in, in the, you know, of course, uh, Mary and Crane, she's very pure. And here comes this darker figure that's going to fucking fuck her up, you know? So it's, and, and of course, the, the red blood, you know, or the, well, I guess it went red, but it was, it was black and white, but it was very dark blood. So it's, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, the red blood. The red, the red blood of the woman. Um, but yeah, it's very symbolic. It's real. Um, I don't know. It's just real. Just, I, I can't really describe it. Like you said, if you can't really say much about a film, it means it really means a lot to you. This film means so much to me. I remember watching it as a kid and just being in awe back then. I was only 10 years old. I was like, wow, this movie's incredible. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I'm uneasy. You know, it's very creepy. You know, Norman Bates is a, just a fucking weirdo that I just want to know more about, you know? So I don't know. I just really, really enjoy this film for everything that it is, everything it stands for. Um, where, you know, this origins came from, like I said, Albert Hitchcock is a genius. I mean, we have seen how many films he's put out, but just, just from start to finish, this film holds up for me, for me just perfectly. So, yeah, no doubt. And how are we remiss to have not mentioned Janet Lee yet? Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, you know, the, the thing about, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I, oh, no, I was just going to say, you mentioning Marion Crane, I was like, oh, fuck, you know, that that's played by Janet Lee, which obviously you tell, Tell the masses her relation. So she is the mother of one of the most iconic final girls of all time. And if you don't know this, then hey, here's your lesson for the day. She is the mother of Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Laurie Strode in the Halloween franchise. Um, actually, it's funny because I think uh, Jamie Lee Curtis recreated the famous, you know, in the shower with her going, ah, you know, as a picture. I, can, I think, I think, going, I think, ah. yeah, yeah. And she's holding a picture of her mom up. And I thought that was like, kind of cool. So, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, of course, the acting chops, you know, definitely were passed down, you know, from, from Janet to her, her daughter. So, uh, just, it's so much history in this film. It's just, ah, fucking love it, dude. Fucking love it. Yeah, I mean, I I completely echo everything you say. You know, if you haven't seen it, go go watch it, man. It's very progressive for 1960. There's a lot of shit you didn't see in films from that era. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think, what, man. Like it's you said, just, to- to- toilet flushing. I mean, that's yes. That's pretty yeah, you see toilet flushing, man. People back in 1960 were like, "What is this fucking witchcraft?" You know, <laughs> like we can't be watching this filth. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is so funny. That's- <laughs> <laughs> that is filth. That is very much filth. You know, we're showing that filth on my TV, you bastards. 
Um, but uh, yeah, if, if you haven't seen it, definitely give it a shot. I mean, I, I know listening to me saying, hey, give it a shot isn't going to make you go chase it down and watch it, but it's fucking better. It fucking me. Hey, like, listen, if you're hearing Kevin's voice right now, you won't listen to this or watch this fucking movie. Dude. Fuck you. Damn. <laughs> See, he I takes mean, a lot more of an aggressive approach than I do. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, okay. I, 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 I digress. I, you know, usually I would say right now, I would say, if you haven't seen Psycho, what the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, I get it. Like Kevin said before, you know, it's black and white. It's older. You know, like, oh, God, this movie's going to be horrible. I won't say that. What I will say is, you know, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go fucking watch this movie because it's fucking fantastic. And. Yeah, just please you know, hit us up in the DMs. Let us know what you think about it when you watch it for the very first time if you haven't watched it before because it is one of those movies that will change your life, honestly. If you like horror, if you love horror, if you think horror is like, you know, uh, I don't know, just okay, it's going to be a good movie. I'm telling you, you'll love it. Now, actually, I did show this movie to a couple of friends a couple of years ago and they hated it and I have since cut them out of my life. And Yeah, what the fuck? How do you hate this movie? There's nothing I, to hate. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I was very disappointed in them. Um, I buried them in my backyard, and now they will grow flowers for me, and maybe even a tree. But um, you know, at least, at least it's I very could beneficial have on your part. Very. I mean, you know, I need some fertilizer, and they really were helpful to get that tree growing that I've been trying to grow forever. So well, good for you. Yeah, um, I'm gonna probably cut that part of later on. <laughs> it was good to get that out. Though. It was very, very therapeutic. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, right. That's that's our listings. I mean, anybody again paying attention? Uh, you know, every single film from newest to old is how I rank the films. You yep. know, I had five, four, three, two, one, and it's just I, this is definitely a franchise that to me has declined rapidly. Uh, I, I mean, you know, it's not bad. It's just there's a lot of un, there's a lot of forgettable ones, namely the namely three or three and four. Um. But one and two are absolutely fantastic, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. But I mean, like number four for me, I watched number four or two maybe like 10, 15 years ago, and I, I was like at a sleepover or something, you know, something like that. And it was like, it was really cool to watch that movie. It was like, I actually liked it a lot. And I, it didn't hold up as well, I guess, but I guess I still kind of enjoyed it. It wasn't good as the first two, of course, but uh, I really, just, I still enjoyed it just for what it is. But um, yeah, let's, uh, let's just rate this, uh, this, this franchise. I'm really anxious to see how we're going to do this. Oh, like I said, it's one to five. Um, I'm thinking I'm gonna have to go with. It's gonna come in kind of low, and it kind of sucks because the rest of the film is kind of drag it down. But I think I think like a two and a half, maybe. Um, overall, like I said, I love the first two a lot, but you know, talking about three, four, you know, and then the remake kind of just drag it down. Um, but I kind of want to do a three also. Like I'm like eh, such a. Mm. Fuck! I'll give it a three. Fuck it. I think the first one, like I said, the first one is such a classic that it does it does bring it up. So I'm gonna give it a three, right in the middle. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, overall, it's a decent franchise in my opinion. So what do you what do you think? I'm gonna have to go with two. I mean, you have the first film, obviously classic. Blah blah blah. We talked about that. Two, I thought was re- was good. I'm not gonna say really good or great. I thought it was I thought it was good. And then three films that I just could not give a shit less about. So you know, it's just it. It is what it is. At the end of the day, I got to go with a two out of ten. Well, that or works. Five? Are we doing fives yeah, or tens? No, five, five, yeah, two out of five. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, two out of five. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, well, I guess that wraps up the uh, the Psycho franchise. I uh, really did enjoy watching these films. Like I said, there's a few that I really wish I could just forget, but it is what it is. Uh, the original is definitely worth watching the franchise for. So I it was worth it in my book. So. Um, 
Let's give some quick shout-outs here. Um, so a few podcasts. Let's do Alone in the Dark podcast. You guys are fucking awesome. Uh, their 50th is still coming up, so make sure you check them out. Um, we have a podcast on Elm Street. These guys are pumping them out like crazy right now. You guys killing it, guys. Seriously, I love it. Uh, let's do uh, Dolls of Horror, especially. Uh, Heather and uh, Sunflin, you guys are amazing. Seriously, keep doing what you're doing. We're behind you 100%. Just love the podcast. Seriously, everything you guys do just is fantastic. And I'm trying to think what else I need to talk about. Uh, oh, the patrons. I forgot to I think the patrons last time. You guys are amazing. You guys still are supporting us like crazy. We really do appreciate it. Uh, if you want to become a patron, uh, go onto our Instagram pages. We'll plug in a little bit and uh, click the link and then go there and check it out. We're actually trying to get some stuff for that going pretty soon. So uh, we've been kind of putting it off. We're extremely busy, but we're hopefully going to pump some stuff out for that pretty soon. Um, Ooh, I know. I know who I want to give a shout out to. Please do. I want to give a shout out to Kat. Yes, definitely. Now, uh, she had sent both Wes and I some very, very nice Valentine's Day care packages, man. Seriously, super sweet. Um, absolutely amazing. It's probably been the nicest thing that someone has done for me through the podcast so far, um, other than Wes going down on me every other night. But it is, mm-hmm. I just want to, like, just, I just, yeah, it, it just literally meant so much to me. You know, it was, it's the sweetest thing. I've already gone through, like, all the candy that she sent. She sent a big ass bag of candy. She sent one of those little, like, kind of surprise uh, little toys that you open up. You don't know what you get. I got the sail the sailboat from it. What did you get? Oh gosh, you put me on a fucking spot right now, dude. Um, yeah, take a turd. I know. I think, dude. I'm old. I can't remember shit. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I'll have to go back and look at that picture that you posted. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I posted it. Oh, oh, oh um, I think it was, it was. I think I got the uh, the uh, um. Oh fuck, the pen, the stab pen. I think is what it was. That's what I got. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, so no, that's, that's a different thing. You dingus. We got a pin and that. She sent so much shit. I, I can't remember. I can't keep track of. I got. I got a sticker too. I got a sticker and a pin and a. There's a sticker pin and there's a thing you open that's like a surprise. You don't know what you get. Okay. Anyways, yeah, people are they don't they don't care. Um. <laughs> but yeah, no. Seriously, thank you so much. That that I can't tell you how appreciative I am of that gesture. It's very very sweet. And uh, if anyone else wants to send us some care packages, we'll definitely talk about it and. And, uh, yeah, you'll definitely be very much appreciated and you'll be my new best friend. I'll shout you out everywhere. So, Hey, thanks a lot, Mm. dude. I thought I was your best friend. Fuck Mm, you. you, Well, you do send me shit. So I, you are. Yay. I'm back. (laughs) You sent me Twilight on DVD one time. (laughs) I did, man. That's the best gift I've ever given. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, thank you so much, Kat. Really do appreciate it. Seriously, that's just a very nice gesture. So we really do appreciate it. Um, it's delicious, right, by the way, on Instagram. Yes, go check her out. Definitely give her give her a plug there. Um, so now I think we're going to cover what we're going to cover next week on the power. I guess the next two weeks on the podcast. So tell us what we're going to be covering then. Please tell me you know what we're going to cover too. Oh yes, I know. <laughs> very so good. if anybody knows their dates. Um, this is one that we've been wanting to do for a while. Obviously, it's kind of one of the last bigger icons we have. It's going to be March. What's mm-hmm. What's in March? I think it's St. Patrick's Day. I, we're oh, gonna, I'm a leprechaun. I'm a leprechaun. Yes, we're doing fucking leprechaun, <laughs> man. It's going to be great. I'm stoked. But again, on the same hand, I'm not. It's going to be a little rough to get through these again, but, oh, but we'll do it. We'll do it for you guys. 
Definitely. Yeah, we have to. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to get through some of those. I just, um, I haven't seen all of them actually. So it's be kind of interesting to kind of go through the ones I haven't seen yet. So I'm, I'm excited. So, well, anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Uh, no, man. I think we're all set to finish this off. Okay. Oh, oh, we forgot to plug ourselves. Oh, we'll plug yes. ourselves up real fast. Yep, yes. Yep. So you can find us on uh, Instagram, Made It to Horror Podcast, Facebook as well. Fuck Twitter. Fuck it. And then my personal is Old Man Ghostface, and yours is? Slashing Captain. So go check us out there. Like I said, you can find the links to our Patreon, also all the, the platforms we're on for the podcast. Go check that out too. Um, send us some DMs, uh, buy some movies, let us know, you know, the Psycho franchise, let us know what you think about it. Um, but yeah, so definitely go check us out there. Well, I'm just going to wrap this all up by saying my name is Wes. And I'm Kev. And we'll see you next time. See you.
number one.